I remember going to a strip club the first time, and when I saw like a raw, big vagina like that, mm-hmm. I didn't have that same reaction. I was kind of freaked out <laughs> by it. Yeah, because this was like an older stripper who was probably like 30. <laughs> but you know, when I was 17 or whatever in Vegas, and I went to it, and I saw it, it was just like, I was like, whoa. Because every other vagina I'd seen up to then had been some like, simple small 16 year old vagina you know that was like simple and small i'm serious you know like it's it's young it's terrible Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 257 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh. 257, no 357 is the gun. Yes. There is no 257 Magnum. Magnum. No. All right. So. Well, this is a boring number then. <laughs> All odd numbers though, and that's fun. Yeah. So that's a good time. That's, is that like, does that mean anything? Is that a omen for anything? No. Oh, man. It's an oh, man <laughs> for two couple oh, of men man. here to <laughs> get wild on the microphone. I'm feeling a little out of sorts tonight. Yeah. This is true. Okay. Because I am a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm a good dad, mm-hmm. great friend, <laughs> excellent lover, but I really pride myself on trying to be a good supportive husband. Okay. And on the show, I'm a creep. <laughs> and I'm a perv and whatever we all are, mm-hmm. but I really do try to be a good husband. And we're my wife, she's trying this new diet. I've talked about doing the keto thing. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I want to do a keto fast. Okay. And so for two days, you don't eat anything, but you drink this keto drink. Okay. So it like helps keep you in ketosis. It's like an intense two day fast. What's in this drink? Like ketones. So to, to just help your body just are they flavored though? Or yeah. Is it, okay. Yeah, it's like tastes like Gatorade. Okay. And so you drink this drink. It's not like the cayenne pepper honey. Yeah. Horseshit drink that makes you shit your brains out. You're just staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. The ketones keep your body churning hard, and after two days, it just really gets your body into a good state. Okay. Of ketosis, and part of me likes doing this kind of stuff because I feel like it's a bit of a hack where mm-hmm. our bodies are just experiments that we do every day oh yeah and like when you drink beer you're poisoning yourself essentially Mm -hmm. if you are smoking like it's your brain like it's just think of it it's experimenting (laughs) right and so dieting can be the same way oh yeah where i think once you get to know your body like if you're the kind of person that knows if you drink whiskey it gets you hungover Mm -hmm. then you probably stay away from whiskey but the only way you can find out is if you try yeah so i think it's important as people to mix it up You know? Yeah, definitely. So I'm trying this horseshit thing. So are you doing it too? Yes, I haven't eaten for two days. Oh, wow. Okay. Eddie, I have not put food in my mouth for two days. Not a cracker, not a crumb, not a grape. How do you feel? Insane. (laughs) It's like a roller coaster. Do you, like, are you tired or do you have energy? Like, I go up and down. Because I know, like, like fasting, you know, you get to a certain point where it's supposed to... Uh, make you more productive like mm-hmm. you, you have clear um, thoughts yeah um, but I guess you haven't hit that point yet I've had that right. point okay it seriously is a roller coaster mm-hmm. like I have these intense highs where I feel like I do feel so focused mm-hmm. almost like I'm cracked out from tons of coffee or okay. like you know it's like that level of intensity or I did an Adderall once I think I talked about this on the show mm-hmm. it was amazing <laughs> I felt like it made my vision clear. <laughs> I could see the future. Yeah. Just from this medicine they give children. Yeah. Which is why I, I can never see myself giving that to my kids. I got to take it. Yeah. I took it recreationally and it blew my mind. It's like literally a form of meth, I think. Like, I, I think, think it's you're right. like one ingredient away from meth. Seriously. Yeah. I was at a baseball game and I felt like I could see the pitcher's face. Like, it was just <laughs> so clear. And so that's how I felt. But then I would get so hungry that I was like, if you get hungry now, you think, eh, I'm hungry. I guess I'll have dinner. Mm-hmm. No big whoop. But after not eating for a couple of days and you know you can't, it's like hard not to think about it. Yeah. And then it really made me sad for people that actually are hungry and in poverty mm-hmm. and that they probably don't eat every day. And here I am like doing a fun experiment <laughs> to shed a couple pounds. Yeah. But it it's it feels wild, and so I'm I'm looking forward tomorrow back just normal normal keto. Do you think you're gonna eating. go like go hard? 
just to make up for it and then just no. start at square one? I'm going to be good because it's a holiday weekend <laughs> and I'm going to go hard <laughs> okay. over the weekend Okay. and just eat every piece of pizza in Northern California <laughs> and drink over 400 Coors Lights. Is that why you did it? Because that's yes. why, like most, mostly why I work out and try of to get healthy during the week because on the weekends I'm just binge drinking mm-hmm. and binge eating. Yes. But, I mean, it's a good life. That's 100% the only reason <laughs> I work out is so I don't feel guilty binge eating and drinking yeah. and snacking and just go, getting after it. Yeah. So, and I don't think we're alone. Of course, maybe we're still too young to where we're not worried about our hearts exploding and mm-hmm. things like that. But right now, just living for the weekend. <laughs> so I'm feeling a little squirrely. Okay. I won't lie. But And then I made a mistake, though. I felt like I had a real bad night's sleep. And I woke up and I said, I'm going to go for a run and clear my mind, (laughs) clear my mind, Eddie. And I was about to leave. And it's nice to take a run by yourself Mm -hmm. because you really can clear your mind, listen to music. And then my three-year-old daughter woke up and she's like, I want to go with. (laughs) I said, fine, fuck you. (laughs) And I put her in her little jog stroller and now it's 7 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we're jogging behind my house in this open field. And we're jogging down this dirt path, dirt path, and all of a sudden I see a cop car. Like, in the field? Yes. Like okay. going down this dirt road. And I think, okay, uh, <laughs> why is there a cop like driving in a forest? Yeah. Essentially. Did and they it, have their lights on? No. Or they're just casually driving? Casually driving, not chasing someone. Okay. I was doing, I thought, whoa. Okay, so he's coming towards me, not like speeding, just strolling. Mm -hmm. And I veer off into the side. And then as he's coming by me, dude hits a huge pothole, like (laughs) a huge, huge hole in the ground. To me, meaning like he's probably not used to doing this. Yeah. I knew that pothole was there. I do this walk all the time. Mm -hmm. Stay away from that. He didn't. And he gets close to me and he stops. And he's like, rolls his window down. He's like, hey, what are you doing out here? And I thought, <laughs> I said, oh, hey, officer, I'm going for a walk. And then I got nervous. Oh, did you, like, immediately? <laughs> like, it just felt weird. Yeah. Like, why is there a cop? I wish I could better describe this open field with, like, a, the cop was on the bike path. Yeah, like a that's dirt weird. bike path. I mean, there's people back there all the time. I, I wouldn't expect it to be suspicious if somebody was pushing a stroller back there. Totally, which also made me think, this guy must not do this very often. Yeah. Like, what is this cop doing? Like, he didn't, like, make a wrong turn off the road. <laughs> I don't even know how cars get back here. Yeah. Some weird access. And then I got kind of nervous when he asked me. I thought, like, is this guy coming out here to, like, bury a prostitute? <laughs> like, or... Well, that's what they do, right? They fuck prostitutes. So. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, they're not perfect. Maybe he came out there with a prostitute mm-hmm. that he picked up. And then he saw me, and then I thought, oh, my God. He's going to kill me. <laughs> He's going to have to kill me now and Quinn, bury us both, fuck the prostitute, yeah. and then what? Yeah. So what, like, what did you tell him? I just said, oh, oh, I'm just going for a walk. He's he like, okay, okay, cool. See, and then he kept going. If you were black, okay. you'd, you'd be dead. That's my point, too. And it made me, I was terrified of a cop. Yeah. And I'm a horsey white dude walking <laughs> around my neighborhood with my baby. With your red hat that looks like it's a truck. Oh my hat. god, I should have had my hat on. Um, but I didn't. And yeah, if I had that on, maybe he would have shared the prostitute with <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he would have put her up on a spit, as they say. And so no, I but I thought to myself, if I was a a black dude and I got pulled over even on the freeway, mm-hmm. I'd be scared. And I just had to check my privilege for a moment there <laughs> that even I was scared of cops. And that's, that's sad that yeah. we live in a world where everybody is afraid of police officers. You should have went like super like white privilege hard on them and been like, I pay your fucking taxes, asshole. Right. I'm your boss. <laughs> What's your badge number? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got dust in my baby's eye. I'm going to go on the next door app and complain about you. you piece of shit. Yeah, you pig. You fucking pig. What are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? No. Oh, no, I just ran. I just kept running. And so I kept running, and then I ran by a local high school. Mm-hmm. And it was early enough in the morning to where kids were coming in. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you the last time that I saw real-life high schoolers. Yeah. IRL. Because they are there very early, and no one in my neighborhood, none of my friends have kids that are in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was 
very eye-opening, I have to say. Yes. Just to see all these kids. I mean, some kids looked like they were 10 years old, mm -hmm. and some girls looked like they were 20. Oh, you know? yeah, definitely. And the guys dressed like shit. Okay, can we talk about that? Because I was coming home from the gym like the other day, uh -huh. early in the morning, and I was seeing all these kids walk into class, and I see this one Asian kid, and he was just dressed like I, I felt... Like, Why I gotta be Asian? Well, I mean, he, <laughs> I he you're, was you're Asian, a picture. Dude, you're painting a picture. But he... Okay, so he was dressed in like dad jeans, like Kmart, Lee okay. jeans, um, with a white t-shirt tucked into them and oh. a belt. Okay. Um, and then the, the, the legs of the jeans were rolled up like past his ankles. Okay. And he had like tube socks on, mm -hmm. um, a pair of just like regular shoes, a backwards cap, um, with the, you know, the adjuster flap, like flapping around. Right. And I mean, I gotta tell you so far, it sounds kind of stylish. Well, like kind of a they bit were of like a cool dad vibe. Jeans, though. Okay, like, well, it was so weird. Dad jeans and then cool. he had like a like uh, it, like a pouch hanging around his neck. Okay, like, like some type of <laughs> necklace. Wallet Maybe he was special needs. I mean, now well, you I was thinking, like I was dick. like, either this kid is the coolest fucking mother, right. like fashionable motherfucker at the high yeah. school, or he gets beat up every day. Totally, it could go either way, and I just could. I I don't know. Am I too old to understand? You're too old. Or is that? Is he just? Dope as fuck. He could be. Okay. Because that's well, the thing. My every, bad, man. He might be. I didn't see any cool dudes like that. Okay. Every kid I saw was wearing basketball shorts. Oh, really? And like a hoodie. Were they on the basketball team? No, man. <laughs> These are like dorks. And that, none of them did their hair. They yeah. all had bed head. And then I see these these girls, and they look the perfect hair, perfect makeup, and and then look at the, the pool that they're, they're, they're swimming in with all these other yeah. yahoos. And the other thing was the cologne. <laughs> Could you smell it walking Dude, by? Dude, every kid had so much cologne on. Was it a bunch of different scents? Yes. Okay. <laughs> every five kids, it was like a different, so pungent. Yeah. And I just thought, once all those kids get into one classroom, it must just reek. <laughs> so reek. Yeah. And the anxiety. That was the other thing I couldn't believe. Every kid looked miserable. Oh, really? They looked miserable. They looked nervous. Uh, you know, being a teenager is hard. Yeah. You got acne. You don't and know you what to do. You feel shit like hard. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Because you don't really, you can't really like navigate those emotions as well. You know, right. obviously when you get older. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And you have nothing to fall back on. Every raw emotion is new mm -hmm. and you can't just leave. You got no money. <laughs> I mean, it's not an easy time to be, but I enjoyed looking at them. <laughs> you fucking perv. I know. Well, not the girls. I just mean I enjoyed looking yeah, at joking. them. Um, but no, I am dating a uh, high school girl now. I mean, so why that's not? why you went on a run is like so you could take notes. I did. And now the police are after me. <laughs> so I took one of the girls in the field behind my house. Left that part out. And hobopped her. So no, I, I, I think I'm way too old to date. At what, an 18-year-old? That would be I mean, a yeah. tw 18. 36 minus 18 is what? 18 18 yeah. yeah so that's an 18 year difference yeah probably a little <laughs> little large little that's large what she said I, I know i think i'm just too young to date someone 18 years younger than me once there i'm 50 yeah i date a 32 year that's old like a baller move when i'm 50 a 32 year old is too old <laughs> yeah no you can date an 18 year old when you're 50 that's the ball. Right. That's, yeah, that's the <laughs> Everyone's real like, okay, he's just a rich old dude. Right. But if, yeah, if you're at your age and dating an 18 year old, you're a fucking creep. I know. Yeah. You're right. You're right. A 50 year old is more socially acceptable to date an 18 year old than like a 30 year old. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not weird. Not at all. At all. <laughs> the other funny thing too, I meant to my son um, the other day, he's in junior high mm -hmm. and he got a spirit shirt. Okay. Okay. Now I had so many problems with this spirit shirt. Okay. <laughs> First of all, on the front of it, his mascot is a bear, mm -hmm. and it said Bear Pride, okay? Not okay. that bad, mm -hmm. Bear Pride, even though throwing around any kind of pride these days, <laughs> it just, it's a black shirt, white lettering. Okay. But my real issue was they used the Angry Birds font for Bear Pride, <laughs> and look, it's not like it's, like, what's a really famous font that is known for, uh... Like, think of a logo that's literally just a font. I don't know. The Angry Birds logo just yeah. really sticks out to me. It's like this thatched yeah. font that really annoyed me. Okay. But then on the back, it said White Warriors. Okay. Oh, so no. the front of the shirt says Bear Pride. <laughs> the back, this is an honest to God true story. What? The back of the shirt says White Warriors. And I'm like, okay, 
Like, I get it. You're like the white team or the white group or sixth grade's the white color. Yeah. But, all right, I didn't have that much of a problem with that. I just thought to myself, huh, someone's probably going to get in trouble for that. <laughs> Guess what? So we got recalled. <laughs> we got this long-ass letter emailed to us. You know, there's been a lot of controversy around the spirit <laughs> shirt. and So yeah. it's just for his class that they yep. wear these? Not, not the entire school. Each grade has their own color. Okay. But I think they all probably say Bear Pride, Green yeah. Warriors or something. Yeah, they should probably not pick like a color of a race. Right. You know, <laughs> like blue. Right, blue. blue. Yeah, there you go. Blue, purple. All uh, of those. I almost said red. Can't say red. <laughs> Can't say yellow. Can't say black. Pink. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. But they should have. They recalled them. And I bet you there are people out there that are like, oh, oh. First is the statues. <laughs> because where are we going to draw the line with the PC culture <laughs> that's taking us down? But honestly, in a case like that, who gives a shit? Yeah. If it really did make someone. It's stupid. It's a dumb thing. White warriors, come on. <laughs> of course they should take that shirt back. And I was kind of bummed out because they, they asked for it back. I was like, that's a collector's <laughs> yeah, item. seriously. Put that shit on Reddit. So, you know. Are you the type to like volunteer and be like, dude, I'll design you a fucking dope shirt? No. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Because I have a friend who's a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. And his kid, um, like, he's always like, he goes to PTA meetings and stuff. And he's always like, yeah, I'll do it. Because he just doesn't like seeing yeah. bad design all over his kids' That's shirts awesome. and shit like that. Yeah, I'm not that good. I'm really not anymore. My, short is, my sword is dull. Oh. <laughs> I was a designer so long ago that now like, I tried to help a friend out with a website. Mm -hmm. uh, my, actually, my uncle. <laughs> and it's just I'm struggling. Like, I'm not. Oh, really? It just I don't have a good eye for that shit anymore. Yeah. Like, my wife is constantly decorating the house and reading blogs. And mm. she knows what's cool. Yeah. Like, I can tell you if something's cool but I can't make it myself. <laughs> it's much harder. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like doing a podcast where you might know what a good podcast is and then you try to do it and you just can't do it. There's mm -hmm. a gap. Like Ira Glass has this great quote about like, you'll try to do something and you'll know what you're doing. It's just not good enough because you know what's good. Yeah. And you just got to keep doing it until you close that gap. Makes sense. We've closed the gap. <laughs> Closing gaps, opening legs. <laughs> there you go. That's what I like to say. All right, well, you know what is cool? And their slogan isn't White Warriors. <laughs> boop, 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 berserk audio. Oh, shit, son. BZRK audio, the official tweeters <laughs> of Save for the Show. Tweeters. Tweeters. <laughs> and your home. <laughs> so in Vegas, here's a great joke. Yes. For 10 people listening to the show in Vegas. Is Audio Express nationwide? I think it is now. Your home of the $1 install. <laughs> That, those, those commercials were on the radio in Las Vegas oh everywhere. Yeah. All the time. Every five seconds. And it was a big deal. One dollar install. And I remember as a kid thinking, wow. Yeah. A dollar? <laughs> like, I have a dollar. I could get an install. I don't have a radio. Yeah. And wherever you would go. I have a car. <laughs> I have a car and got shit. I got pimples. And uh, what? Boots? Or what did you say that guy had? Rolled up jeans? That was yeah. me. Dad jeans. As a kid. Um, remember you would go to like Best Buy or the good guys or yes. whatever, and they would have car stereos on the wall mm -hmm. and you could see it. That must still exist, right? Like there um, are there still people that care about their car's face? Yes. You take that shit off. Like Definitely. I remember I used to have to remove the face of my <laughs> yeah, stereo yeah, totally. and carry it around with yeah. me like some jackass. <laughs> what about the like the even older ones where you pull out the entire like radio deck? Oh my god. That's ridiculous. And it has a handle. You're, you're just going to carry that around at work and shit? You know, meanwhile in your phone in your your hand you carry an $800 phone. Yeah. So you it's really that important to you to pull your $200 stereo <laughs> face off? Yeah. Unless maybe it's like a million dollars and you just have to. Yeah. But oh my gosh. And they would always break because of course they would. Yeah. Like the face of the goddamn things coming off <laughs> constantly. So anyways, yes. But if you do care about your car mm -hmm. and your speakers, Berserk Audio. Check them out. Check them out. And we're still working on our, our sweepstakes. Oh, you know, okay. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Okay. And get some tweeters to the people. Um, something I want to talk about that makes me really mad mm -hmm. right now is this Taylor Swift Yes. All right. Well, her, yeah. That what? new song is fucking it's terrible. So bad. You know, I am, I am a self-admitted Taylor Swift fan. Mm -hmm. I like everything about her. 
You know, it's not easy being a, a woman celebrity like that. Mm -hmm. She kicks ass. Her music's pretty darn good, and she works very hard. I yeah. can appreciate that. This new song of hers is shit. So bad. She's still singing about Kanye and shit. <laughs> like, you know how stupid and small she looks now? Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to fucking show him. Like, all of a sudden, this is some Tupac biggie thing. <laughs> like, you're really going to try to get in a feud? with you know a rap guy yeah. who will just destroy you and not even care especially because kanye has the freedom to say whatever the fuck he wants and on a rap album he can call her a cunt right he, you know he can like like pretend he's raping her or something uh, completely and, and it's all fair skits. game to him but like she's not gonna come back and be no. like and then i shot kanye in his head like no no, no that didn't happen that's why i fucked your bitch you fat <laughs> motherfucker take money no she's not gonna do anything like that yeah and she's not even he could go on twitter and just be like Swift's a bitch. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like she would never, she is so controlled yeah. and aware of her situation. Mm -hmm. And that's why Kanye's so cool because he's insane. Mm -hmm. He does whatever the fuck he wants. So she's in way over her head. And plus, with what's going on in the world? Yeah. Like, you know, she could have came out with some really cool, empowering thing. And it didn't have to be like anti Trump. Mm -hmm. It could have just been like pro nice people. Yeah. Which totally. both sides yeah. could have been into. And it would have been huge. Right. But I, is this song doing any good? Do you have any I don't idea? think so. Maybe. It, I'm sure it, it is. It's so bad. It was like the highest selling iTunes song. And that's the thing, too. It's not a good song. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not catchy. It's got a terrible hook. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Iovine <laughs> from the <laughs> Defiant Ones. But I, it's just not a good song. Yeah. And she sucks ass. <laughs> and you know what? I read this thing about her. She's now partnering up with UPS. <laughs> you UPS? just wait. Wait. Every brown truck, UPS truck, is going to have a picture of her album on it. So get ready for seeing that. What? How did that happen? And you know what this is going to usher in now? UPS brown trucks are going to have ads on them now. Yeah. Which to me is an eyesore. Mm -hmm. You know, it, now with Amazon, I feel like there's a UPS truck driving around constantly. Yeah. Constantly. I mean, those trucks are so like iconic, too. Like You see yes. that truck, you're like, yeah fucking ups and then right. if you throw a bunch of ads on it like it, it's it's not the same it's ridiculous and it's just the advertising industry is hurting so bad mm -hmm. that just think about some asshole in an ad agency thought i've got the perfect idea for ups we get taylor swift because when i think of ups <laughs> i just think taylor swift yeah you know and the kind of people that care nobody cares about ups I've never once in my life thought, let me choose UPS over FedEx. Yeah. I give a fuck. <laughs> and in fact, on Amazon, stuff comes, and I use Amazon ubiquitously. I think all of us, we buy yeah. a shit ton of stuff from them. It's, I don't care where it comes from. Yeah. Come from DSL, the, the post office. Yeah. And a lot of times it, it comes from like different carriers. Like right. it would go from like UPS to like the, the post office and then to us or, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how that works. Neither do I. Yeah. And not only that, Taylor Swift is probably getting paid a ton of money by UPS and they're advertising her record. Like I would have liked to have seen that meeting where her manager convinced them to pay her and now they're advertising yeah. her shit. Like, I guess there's some mutually beneficial shit here, but not a lot. Well, yeah. Like how would, does UPS benefit from this? I don't know. Like, is that going to drive up the usage of UPS? Like you said, like nope. no one gives a fuck. No one cares yeah. about UPS at all. So the whole thing is just shenanigans and it's driving me crazy. And the last thing I'll say about this girl, now she's taking advantage of her fans. Mm -hmm. And I read about this bullshit loyalty program she has where in order to get better tickets to her shows, you have to do like things. And a lot of those things are monetarily uh, connected, like buying her CD. Oh, really? Just doing crap. And then you get, you know, a better chance of getting a song, a that's, seat. That's a real thing? Yeah, it's stupid. Oh but she's God. masquerading it as like a loyalty program. And the things you do to get points are like tweeting about her, using hashtags. Mm -hmm. And it's just all this game that these people are just playing. Very upset about that's it. That's so crazy. Very upset. <laughs> okay, this is boring. Nobody cares. Um, Why, oh, Tay? What? I said Why, Why Tay? Tay? I know. She could do so much. I just, I expect more from her. <laughs> right? You know what? Oh, I don't expect more from. <laughs> Segue your ass off, Eddie. <laughs> is over the weekend mm -hmm. was a big deal. It was. It was the McGregor yes. Mayweather fight. Biggest fight 
in boxing history. You think in history? Money-wise, I think. Yeah. Oh, money, purse-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. Yeah. And you know what? I thought we got to get the world's number one <laughs> boxing fan yes. to give us his insight on it. Not you. No, not me. You're number two. I'm, I'm the junior. You, you are will. the junior. Yes. And there's a lot of juniors in boxing. Is that why your dad made you a junior? <laughs> he's such a big boxing fan? Probably. That makes sense. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And so I would love to have your dad. He's here in town for the weekend mm -hmm. for Labor Day. He flew up to, to spend some time with your family. Mm -hmm. Had him come by the studio. Would love to have him sit in. You mind if he, no, he totally. takes your spot for a minute? Totally, man. Okay, all right. Mr. Glendo, come on in. <laughs> hey, have a seat. Hi. How are you, Mr. Galindo? Um, is this, are we doing it now? Let's just keep rolling. Recording? Okay. Eddie and I, we're on a roll. We've been doing good. Okay. Let's keep the momentum going. I'm, I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy again to come back on the show uh, because, you know, I'm here visiting, you know, it's a big fight uh, this weekend. So we come here. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it's exciting to be on here. You know, people kind of sometimes recognize me Yeah. now. Yeah, because, you know, at the casinos, because I work there, mm -hmm. they say, oh, Oh, Eddie Galindo. Yes. Okay. Do you oh. have a Do you have a son? <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah, I have I have a son. He's a junior. He's Eddie Junior. And they're like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, I listen to his podcast. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's, wow. it's pretty, it's pretty shitty. Oh, but I I'm bet just they hate joking. that. I tell I them know. it's good. Yeah, he's cool. You're a jokester. Cool. Yes. I can't believe that they recognize you. Well. Thank you. Well, because I have a name tag, so they say. That's true. They don't recognize. You can see my face right now. You don't no. know what I look like right <laughs> that's, now. That's true. They don't. But uh, yeah, they they recognize my name because you know it's a good name. It so. is a great name. Yeah, and that's why you gave it to your son. Exactly. So you're here over the weekend. First of all, were you crushing drinks? I know you enjoy an icy cold adult beverage. What I were do, you getting yeah. after? Well, because you know I'm older now, so I, I don't I can't. It, it hurts my, my stomach, you know? Yeah, it's I hard. I too much. So I, you know, I take a shot, one or two, mm -hmm. and then I'm good for the night, but I pretend that, you know, I'm still taking them. Oh, man. And then I pass it around, so everyone around <laughs> me is so drunk, yeah. you know, and it's funny to watch them. That is kind of fun. It can be annoying if oh, people yeah. are out of control. But I'm already, you know, a little, you know. You're a little bit some, yourself. Yeah, I have some already, you know. You're a party guy. Exactly. So you watched the fight. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I did watch a lot of UFC back in the day. Okay. And, you know, I get, I don't know who I was pulling for. They're mm -hmm. both pretty bad people. Like, there is no good guy. There is no uh, underdog, per mm -hmm. se. I guess McGregor. You know, he was yeah. fighting like an old dude who hasn't boxed in a long time. He wasn't yeah. fighting like uh, a guy in the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. And but I still thought it was a fun fight. It, it kind of went the distance. What did you think about yeah, it? Yeah, it. I I think it's more fun than I was expecting it to be because you know it's McGregor. He's not he's not boxing. No. You know he's he does the MMA right. and Mayweather. You know he's defensive. You know the best probably. Yeah. And, um, ever. But you know also he's you know he's forty years old and I think I think it might be picks. I think they picks the fight. You think so? Yeah. Do you see? You watch the fight because uh, because Mayweather, if he fight Manny Pacquiao again like that, he right. got, Manny Pacquiao knock him out. You're right. So quick because he never fight like that. You know, he he always. You think he kind of let him go ten rounds ish, and then yeah. he brought it on, beat him up, yes. and then they called it exactly. And I don't think McGregor. I don't think he really tried to you know try to knock him out. Right. Uh, because I just I don't think he. He want he just want to get paid, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'll go in there too. I'd get, I know, right? You know, For that punch much money? me in my in my buto, you know. If you I want, know, well. that's my you know my penis. You go ahead, punch me there. Right? <laughs> in the buto, give me that, yeah. Yeah, you know my bayag. I'll that's pay you. <laughs> what is it? Bayag. <laughs> bayag. Sounds kind of like bag. A little bit, yeah. I never thought about that. A skin bayag. <laughs> I I would. What if you and I could get a purse of two hundred dollars each? Would you Would you box me? Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I got a lot of size on you. I'm yeah. younger than you. My reach is probably more, but I think you're a lot scrappier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have a gun too. So. Oh, listen. Yeah. We got to be safe. Yeah. No guns. No. We're yeah. It's maybe. the threat of the gun. Yeah. The, Just the, the, I'm saying, if you hit me hard, <laughs> right? You know, maybe then something else happened later. All right. Know? Fine. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So, so what did you you did you like the party? I did. Okay. I thought it was enjoyable, and you know what I did? I watched it at a house. Okay. With a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what made it fun. 
But do these people know boxing? Are they? Yeah, some of them did. Yeah, okay. they weren't nearly as hardcore as you, Mister Galindo. Yeah, because but they were they were fun and got wasted. Uh, so that was a good time. Yeah, uh, real good. I mean, time. that's that's the best part. I think it really is. Yeah, isn't it? And so it was fun. So I'm glad you enjoyed the fight. What fight are you looking forward to now? Oh, there's a good one with um, Canelo and Triple G. You know them? No. Cane- you don't know Canelo Alvarez? No. He's a Mexican fighter. He has red hair. Oh. He, he, has, he looked like a leprechaun. Oh. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know this His name guy. is Saul, Saul, Saul uh-huh. Alvarez, but they call him Canelo. It means cinnamon because he's <laughs> redhead. And then Triple G, he's, he's like Kazakhstan, I think. He come from oh, Kazakhstan. Okay. But he can punch very hard. Yeah. So they're both biting. Uh, pretty soon, I think. But if you're a Mexican guy and you grow up in Mexico with red hair, of course your nickname's going to be Cinnamon. Oh, of yeah. course you're going to become a boxer. Yeah, that's have, cool. Yeah, I need a boxing nickname. You, we have any idea what my mind should be? Uh, your name? It could be. That's a yeah, Dan mm-hmm. Dick Puncher. Oh, now see, I wouldn't do that. No. What about Dan the the Mean Machine? Dan well, the beast, you have that already, right? I know, but that's already a fighter. That's a UFC oh, okay, fighter. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Okay. Well, think Dan. about it. <laughs> Dan the man. That's, Dan the it man. rhymes, so it's it good. It does. It doesn't put fear in your heart, though. No. no. I don't think any any name you give yourself is no, I going know. to scare you're right. anybody. You're right. Well, so what's your plans for the weekend? I think you're going to go to Reno, see your beautiful daughter. Yeah, we're going to go over there to uh, the Nugget. You know, they have yeah. the rib cook-up over there. Oh, you must love ribs. Oh, my God. I, I, who does not love I ribs? Know. They got they got beep ribs too. They have the big beep rib. Yeah. It looked like you know the Flintstones. You remember the Flintstones? <laughs> yeah, like the brontosaurus rib. Yeah, and they make it fall, make the car fall over. Uh-huh. That's yeah. They have ribs like that big. Wow. Yeah, that's I love my favorite. Them. I love eating them. It's street food too when you go to the rib cook off mm-hmm. in Reno. So just eating a rib, walking down the street, chewing on a bone. Yeah, it's lovely. It's nice. I don't blame you for going. Well, look, you go out there. You tell your daughter. I said, "What's up?" Hey. First of hey. all. Hey, I'm just saying. It's my daughter. I know. Well, I'm just. She's hey, part of my you, family man. too. Okay. Fuck you, <laughs> she's man. She's part of my family too. I That's just want to make daughter, her say man. hello. Okay. Okay. And 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 what else? What else? So tell Eddie that we mm-hmm. love him. How you guys been doing? I know you guys have had your ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, he's yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. you're here. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's cool. Okay. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like him. He's a great guy. Yeah. I and, guess yeah, the fans like him a lot too. I don't. Yeah. Okay. You know, they tell us not to do the show if Eddie can't. Like, don't have anyone else on if Eddie can't do the show. I mean, that's pretty, that's a big deal. No, they're probably saying, don't do the show anymore. <laughs> you probably Period. Right? Just, just throw the towel in. Yeah, I don't, yeah. All right. But then, yeah, can't do that. Okay. Can't do that. Well, good luck then. Thank you. Yes. Will you get Eddie on your way out and bring yes, him back in? definitely. Thank you, everyone. All right, Eddie, come on back in, man. Hey, sit hey, down. It was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have anything rude to say about you this time. Yeah, he seemed he seems a little more mellow. He's um, getting older. This weekend. Yeah. He said. Yeah. He's getting older. Did he tell you his conspiracy theory about the fight? Yeah, that it was fixed. I think he yeah. said he said pixed, actually. <laughs> he nails it every time he says an F, he says an a P instead. <laughs> and he really nailed that. Yeah. Like I was impressed at how well he did when he was talking like that. Not even once. Like it really sounds like that's exactly how he talked. I was super impressed crazy super impressed he did a good job he did a good job hey you know what look your dad's gone now Mm -hmm. why don't we do a voicemail we'll do some questions yeah and and we'll do our thing so first i'd like to start you know last week's show i talked about our reddit Mm -hmm. and it's we had a little controversy all of a sudden i'm pushing everyone to the reddit we're getting all these great threads and posts and people are commenting and shit Mm -hmm. and and then disappeared like over the weekend it disappeared hmm Right. And so for days, and I'm thinking, man, I'm sending everyone here, mm-hmm. and now it's back. I don't know what happened. Like, Reddit messed up. Yeah. And if I hadn't, I had to email Reddit and like go after them, and then they fixed it. And so now it's back. Okay. So I urge everyone to go check out our, our Reddit, which is just saved for the show on Reddit. And we asked people about their bachelor party stories. Mm-hmm. And a handful of people sent us in a story, and including our, our good friend John G Man, he sent us in a voicemail. So. <laughs> Let me play this real quick. Hey, Dan and Eddie, it's John G-Man coming at you. Coming to you with a bachelor party story. 
So it turns out this guy at work. You hear that? Is there a background? He's, yeah, he's got his own music. It's, I just throw him a bachelor party. Well, I'm the older guy of the bunch. They look at me to get a stripper. Okay, fine. I'll get the stripper. Put up a couple of ads up on uh, Craigslist. Come up with some candidates. One was really cute. She's about 22. Nice body. We decide on her. They say, yep, that's the one. Okay, we make the arrangements on the price and what she do and what she will not do. And I go to pick her up. So I go to pick her up on Capitol Hill. And she's standing on the corner in a full French made uniform. I can't believe it. Get her in the car, take her down to the hotel, which is like an extended stay kind of Marriott thing. We walk through the lobby. Here I am, older black man with this little white girl dressed as a French maid, walking through the lobby. Everybody's looking at us. We get to the room. She lays down the rules. This is her first bachelor party, right? So she lays down the rules. First time, Jesus. We're all in agreement. No groping, no grabbing, that kind of thing. Fine. She has this huge red dildo with her. So she says she's going to put on a show. She squirts. Okay, fine. So she wants a towel. We get her a towel. She lays on the floor of the... uh, of the room. There's about five or six guys there. And she starts to use the dildo on herself. She she puts a vibrator up her butt, uses the dildo in out in out in out and squirts across the towel. Can't believe it. And the guys are just have never seen anything like that. So, I'm so right hard after right now. that, she asks, "Well, do you want to use this on me?" So the groom he starts using it, the dildo on her, and he's waving his hand around like he's a, a conductor. So he's doing that, waving around and putting it in, pulling it out, waving it around like he's conducting a band. <laughs> so eventually, we start calling him Maestro. Anyway, she goes on to keep performing and everything, and guys take their turns. And I, I don't want to do it because she's like my daughter's age, so I'm not going to do that. So anyway, I'm kind of like protecting her. So what I do is she finishes and then she starts doing individual dances and I think she made probably close to $1,000 that night. And I take her home, drop her off, and everybody had a great time and all the other guys kept calling the groom Maestro for years. And that's why he got that nickname. So anyway, Dan and Eddie, have you been to a wild bachelor party and how wild was it let me know john g man out it's barry white i think yeah going there <laughs> so i've got so much to unpack here yes john g man yeah and all right let's let's role play here for a second mm-hmm. you're having a bachelor party and you need to get a stripper i've never done that i haven't either and honestly the first place i would look i'd probably go online and maybe i would look for like a service yeah uh, right. or, or like in the back of the penny saver, yeah. there are, are, are services you can call, but can you really trust them? I guess like I want some reviews. I want an Uber. I want a <laughs> Lyft for strippers, mm-hmm. which think about that. They can, they come to your house. You got an app. I wonder if that app already exists where yeah. you can like order a girl, pick her up. There's gotta be an out, app like that, right? Gets dropped off. She dances. And then, cause that was the funniest thing that he put an ad in Craigslist. Yeah. And then it's like he was uh, like a job interview. <laughs> and then they settled on this one. And I bet that was so fun where all the guys were like, look at this girl. Oh, my God, look at this girl. Like trying to like pick her out like just like it's cattle yeah. or something. And then they pick her up and then negotiating like, okay, here's what you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to squirt or I won't squirt and then it'll be $200 less. See, yeah, I, I want to know what, uh, what he put in the ad. Because when I think of a stripper, I don't mm-hmm. think of someone that's just going to masturbate and squirt all over the place like i think of a lady who's gonna get naked and rub on my crotch for a little bit i think he said she did do that too yeah but see that's what i think happens the girl gets there mm -hmm. and then they usually turn it up a notch for extra money do they i think so i i and and clearly you and i are proving that we've never been to a a good bachelor party like i mean i've gone to like strip clubs for bachelor parties but i've never been like maybe sure i turn it up there us every time you wear the strippers who always try to push you to 
doing something illicit. Yeah. Turn, I'll turn the camera off. I'll suck your dick right now <laughs> for $200. <laughs> and so I think when they're at your house and she's there and then he picked her up. Yeah. Hi, maybe she was like 16. She didn't have a car. Yeah, totally. Why would she drive her own car? Did he ask for ID? Seriously. And, and then this girl's such an idiot. This girl sounds like a total newbie. Mm-hmm. She's wearing her outfit in public. <laughs> you know, she could have worn civilian clothes, yeah. a coat, gotten to the hotel room and changed. Instead, she's like, it's Halloween. Yeah. Like, imagine this scene. Like you said, he's an older black dude walking through the Marriott with some young French maid. <laughs> and she might as well have a sign on her head that says, this guy's going to fuck me <laughs> yeah. or something. So they walk, they get there. And then I like that she lays the rules out. No touching. Mm-hmm. You can't touch me. But I'm going to put a thing up my ass. Yeah. And squirt all over the room. And then I'll let you bang me with a dildo. But you can't touch me. Don't you can touch, touch me. the dildo. And yes. the dildo can touch me. That's a separation. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I guarantee you she probably would have done. Because I think one of my friends told me once, he's had bachelor parties with strippers where they'll like fuck dudes there. And that seems like a weird thing, too, where you're going to like fuck this girl and I'm, I'm hoping wear a condom. Yeah. And then your boy's going to go in there and fuck her next. Yeah. Like in I her same pussy hole. Like I just, that maybe you and I are prudes. Yeah. I feel like I would need at least like a, let's <laughs> take like a half an hour break here, yeah. honey. Yeah, totally. Like I don't want the, the heat from a boy's cock. I feel like it'd be like, hey, let's go have a coffee and get to know each other for a bit. Right. I know. We're such pussies. Let that cool down down there. <laughs> yeah. And if I like you, <laughs> no, I don't know. And so that made me really laugh. And then do you think it's bad that the groom uh, used the dildo on her? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either, but I I also, you get wrapped up in the moment. Yeah. I mean, he could have used his dick, I guess, and that would have been bad. (laughs) Like, what is it about bachelor parties where it's like, hey, best friend, we're going to put you (laughs) in the most compromising (laughs) situations and like like as a test? Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's what it is, man. It's a test. Kind of is a test, I guess. And so, and then a thousand bucks. She made a thousand bucks. And what really, what a fun way to get a nickname that you'll probably have for the rest of your yeah, life. And that, I mean, that's a great nickname too. Maestro. Yeah, yeah. Totally great nickname. Yeah. So that's fun. Thanks, John G, man. And so my own bachelor party, I think I've talked about it on the show, was just complete traditional Vegas bachelor party. Mm. Dinner, blackout drunk, <laughs> went gambling, <laughs> went to a strip club. And the only thing that was interesting, though, was when I was gambling, there was a woman sitting next to me that had a baby kangaroo in her jacket. And I'll never forget this. What? She was crushing white Russians, one after another, and then I saw her reach into her pocket, pull out like a treat, and then put it in the other pocket. Mm -hmm. And then she saw me looking, and she opened up her jacket, and there was a baby kangaroo, just like in a pouch, as if her jacket was the mama kangaroo's pouch. I never told you what? that before. No, in the casino. Uh, yes. Why? Why? I, I felt like it was a, a Quentin Tarantino movie or something. It was bizarre. It was real. It was real. Yeah, we were playing blackjack. She had the kangaroo. Was she Australian? No, <laughs> she was just some crazy Vegas lady. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that was nuts. And they did anyone else know that she? No, no. And then I lost <laughs> my money and I walked away and. And I said, thank you for a good story. So fucking weird. (laughs) I did go to the strip club and fuck half of the strip club. (laughs) I mean, don't tell my wife. Yeah. (laughs) No, Well, it was a male strip club, so. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Burn. (laughs) Um, But no, you know, at the strip club I did go to, it was back when Howard Stern would go to Vegas Mm -hmm. and have like epic strip club parties. And it was the weekend he was there and like Rob Schneider was there and uh, Hank the Angry Dwarf, who's now deceased Mm -hmm. or something. And it made me laugh about Rob Schneider because now he's like a hella right wing crazy guy. Your Filipino boy Rob is Schneider's? off the reservation. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he is the like. Filipino Jew? He's may as well be neither now. Man. Yeah, and he is so anti Democrat and liberal. Like he's how like did, uh, James Woods. How do you know this? Because he's on Twitter going crazy. Oh, is he? Shit, yeah. I need to check him out check them out yeah because um, he's 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 gone nuts um but no otherwise yeah my, my bachelor party was totally chill 
And I, I don't know if we talked about yours before, but I feel like you told me maybe your younger brother John was there. No. Or am I making that up? Okay. No, he okay. was, I mean, at that time, he was way young. I know, but I thought that's what made it your bachelor party way tame, mm. is that it was like a game night. Like, I don't, no, what I happened mean, it on was, yours? Like, we, I, it wasn't even like a big thing. I just, like the night of, or maybe the night before, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you guys want to do something like like bachelor party? thing so we like met up at a and bar and you and i weren't real boys then like at no. all i mean I, and this was in vegas so you guys weren't i wouldn't have been there yeah, yeah. um but it, i mean it was me and like a handful of dudes and i was just like let's go to a bar mm-hmm. so we just went to a bar for a little bit and and then somebody was like you guys want to go to strip club i was like well i wasn't really planning on it but right sure so we went to a strip club and they i mean they <laughs> they bought me like a like a bachelor strip um lap dance is that where they like take your belt off and whip you with it or anything like that well they put me on stage ah like sat me on the stage right hey everybody yeah and like took my shirt off and like slapped my belly okay and then which probably was a little uncomfortable yeah i don't rather my shirt not get peeled no not at all i was like yeah it was totally embarrassing i have a rash right now dude too from this keto thing oh really a keto rash i'm allergic to the I'm a wreck right <laughs> okay. now, Eddie. But yes, you took your shirt off. I took my shirt off and they blindfolded me. Ooh, with um, your shirt? Or some uh, nasty blindfold? No, with some nasty blindfold okay. <laughs> that they, they pull, probably pulled out over their ass or something probably. like that. Um, and then everyone's like laughing and shit. And I, I think I'm getting a lap dance. I don't know what happened because mm-hmm. no one ever told me like if it was some dude giving me a lap dance or something. Or just like some weirdo. Or... Yeah, but I do know they slapped me in the face with a big dildo. Oh, okay. Um and that was super embarrassing as well. Right, and that probably cost your friends like three hundred bucks. Yeah, but luckily, uh, like camera phones weren't really, you know, like popping right. too hard. So they'd throw your ass out. Yeah, like when I went to that strip club in Minnesota uh, a month ago or something, mm-hmm. super serious. Like you can't even be texting on yeah. your phone while you're in there. Like, and it's like a total no phone zone. It almost felt kind of weird. Like where else in your life are the rules that strong? Where yeah, you're like, you cannot. If you get on your phone, we're going to throw your ass out. Yeah. Essentially. I, I know some restaurants like have a policy like that. Or they'll even like make you check your phone when you, Come when on. you get there. Because yeah. you're going to take pictures of the food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could take a naked picture of one of these women and share it. Like that's a violation <laughs> of her privacy. That's serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So on Reddit, people were sending us some, some things. Um, if, if you want to send us in more of your own bachelor stories or bachelorette ones, I'd like to hear a good crazy bachelorette story. Yeah. You know, I think both of our wives had very tame bachelorette parties, too. So if there's anyone out there that had one of these, like, Hollywood crazy ones, mm-hmm. send us a note, save for the show at gmail.com or save for the show.com slash contact. Um, let me read a couple of these real quick that we did get from some people, and then we'll, we'll do our real treats. Uh, so this one, this is a good one. Hey, guys. So you guys asked about bachelor parties, and last weekend I went to a buddy's here in Reno. The bachelor was dressed in a ball gown and sash with a penis-topped tiara. So the the guy was in drag. Yeah. And that's a pretty bold move, but, but, but fun. Yeah, bachelorette like drag. Like, that's what a bachelorette wears. Right. Yeah. And I don't see that as, like, let's say I, I, he went in blackface or something. Like, yeah. I know, like, being transgendered is real. Mm-hmm. And so wearing that, like, I, I don't know if that's, like, offensive or something, but someone probably thinks it's, <laughs> it's too. Anyways, he goes on to say, the rest of us went as dads. Sorry, guys. But more so leaning towards like mid-50s vibe. Polos, button-up Hawaiian shirts. We painted our hair gray. Jorts, big white keds, and ridiculous ball caps. The first place we went to, we got a little rowdy. And the best part was there was an actual group of dads that looked like us that were trying to kick us out. So that's pretty funny. Like, these guys really went for it. Yeah. I mean, if you're wearing costumes in your bachelor party, like, you really must care about this groom. And you were probably pretty tight. group of guys to do that sounds like a lot of fun um it was really funny to see actual 50 year old guys yelling at guys in their 20s and they were acting like we were doing some sort of cultural appropriation of their people (laughs) Uh, also (laughs) if single guys were looking for attention from girls you should go out and address because every woman was loving it and this is from uh, overhand throw Um, and and so yeah a lot here wear a dress have fun (laughs) yeah uh get after it um, another one, uh, let's, let's see, what's this one? Okay. For my bachelor, for a bachelor party, my uncle's brother owned a strip club 
and he donated a keg from his bar. I was 16 at the time, so I was old enough to drive, but not old enough to be bouncing into a strip club. But he said everything would be fine. I rolled up, it was like eight in the morning, I strolled in the front door, and bam, 20 feet in front of me, spread eagle, was her birdie flower. (laughs) So he called it a birdie flower. So he's 16, picking up beer for a bachelor party. (laughs) Not one other person could have picked up this beer. Even a 21-year-old, for crying out loud. Okay, I don't know how long I stood there, maybe a minute, maybe 10. But next, the bartender called me, and I followed him to the basement. He showed me the keg, and he said, this is tapped for a bar, don't do this. And then he did it, and he pulled the, he pulled, he leaned over the keg and pulled the handle, and beer shot up straight, hit him in the head, and knocked him out. <laughs> okay, so he's 16, he's in the basement of his beer club, <laughs> and the bartender just got knocked out because the keg of beer exploded and hit him in the head. Um, I turned off the beer. I awkwardly, I awkwardly looked down at him, and I don't know if he was uh, out for a minute or 10. All I could think of was I saw my first heaven's kiss. <laughs> so that's from Knuckle Tom. and So a birdie flower or heaven's kiss? I've never heard it described that way. No, I like it, though. Yeah. I remember going to a strip club the first time, and when I saw like a raw big vagina like that mm-hmm. i didn't have that same reaction i was kind of freaked out <laughs> by it yeah because this was like an older stripper who was probably like 30 <laughs> but you know when i was 17 or whatever in vegas and i went to it and i saw it it was just like i was like whoa because every other vagina i'd seen up to then had been some like simple small 16 year old vagina you know that was like simple and small <laughs> i'm serious you know like it's it's young. <laughs> it's terrible. But I'm serious. Like it was. I don't understand the simple part, though. What I just you... mean every vagina I'd seen up to that point was like not like some big ass clit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like crazy meat curtains. <laughs> no meat curtains. Like these women hadn't had babies. There was oh, just man. they were small flowers, Eddie, and this thing was a a papaya plant <laughs> of epic proportions, and it freaked me out. Oh man! Yeah, for like a few months, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, is this for real? <laughs> is that what happens? Well, back then it was harder to find a vagina porn. I couldn't just go on the internet and just Google <laughs> pussies. Well, you know, the only porn you got was like Skinamax. Oh, okay. The kind of porn that's still I on. Was just. I don't know. <laughs> I like, thought all porn like was butt pretty porn much. Or dick porn. <laughs> no, it would be like the kind of porn which still exists. Mm-hmm. The other day I was goofing around on the HBO Go app and they have like an after dark section. Mm-hmm. They're still making these like softcore, dumb, no story movies mm-hmm. that have just some reason to have people fucking and they're just... I, I said to Nicole, like, we gotta watch this. <laughs> like, I'm gonna turn this on. She never as a kid watched... Uh, Skinamax, as they used to say. Ever? Never. Like, never curious or anything like that? I, I don't think she had it. And so these are movies that were on Cinemax and HBO, The Red Shoe Diaries, all these things. Mm-hmm. And they would have people having sex, but you wouldn't see any dicks, no pussies. You would see titties. Lots of titties. Yeah. And man ass. Yeah. But you would never see penetration. Mm-hmm. And so I watched this one, and it was so ridiculous. The guy was just... It, he clearly... Unless his dick was three feet long. Like, he was pulling back oh, yeah. so far. Yeah. I'm like, bro, your dick ain't that big, okay? And Or you're not pulling it out, and it's leaving her vagina, and then just slamming back in <laughs> like a piston, like perfect. And she's acting like the, the acting's even worse. Because mm-hmm. at least in a real porn, maybe it feels kind of good. This didn't feel good. <laughs> she was just standing there, and he was just banging his fucking thighs yeah. against her ass. And is he not supposed to actually get a boner like how do you do that not get a boner in a situation like that you probably do get a boner like isn't that what they say like you you apologize for getting a boner and if Mm. you don't get a boner Mm. you know Mm -hmm. what i mean right and they probably probably have like a cock sock on yeah so you can't see it or it's pinned back great acting i read like an article where they're talking about like sex scenes and like dudes their cock sock like gets the balls in there too like it's the the whole thing Mm -hmm. and then the women's it's like just just the slit, basically. Right. That sounds great. <laughs> I talked about Insecure in the show last week, mm-hmm. and there's a ton of sex in that show, mm-hmm. and it can seem kind of silly and over-the-top, too, almost like a, uh, a Skinamaxi-type show, too. Oh, okay. And sometimes it makes me wonder, like, these are actors. 
Like th- these are comedians and stuff, yeah. and they're having these total naked sex scenes. I don't know. That's what I need to do. We need to make a show <laughs> and write in some sex scenes uh, for for the both of us. Yeah. Okay. All right. We don't even have time for questions, man. Uh, no other questions. The show is careening out of control. Uh, let's do. What else we got here? Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, should we do a question for next week? See, you know, we had the bachelor question, mm-hmm. and people answered that. I thought about a good question, and I really didn't have a. I, I couldn't think of a good one that would like elicit like tell us about your ex so my question is give us some questions (laughs) (laughs) seriously like if there's any questions that you think would be good for us to ask people Mm -hmm. please send us in one and uh and we'll go from there yeah all right otherwise let's do a real treat it's that time again come on if it's bailey's in your coffee on All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? Uh, it's another uh, Instagram account that like posts memes. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's Memes? Hood, hood Clips. Hood Clips. Yeah. Have you heard of Hood Clips? I have. Is that like Kook Slams? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. I, I haven't heard of Kook Slams. Really? Yeah. Oh, that one's pretty popular. Oh, is you it? You should check that one out. It's That one's more like surfing and skateboarding crashes. Okay. okay. But yeah, what's hood clips? Hood clips is like anything you racist piece of shit. <laughs> anything from like street fights. Oh god. To like what the fuck moments mm-hmm. or like you know like like funny dancing and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 more of like the stuff that makes you laugh because not because it's clever, just because it's so stupid. Right. It's either that or it's like some type of fight where you're just like, oh shit. Because I, I love I like, like watching fights. Dude, I, love I know you do. Cause you bully like, fails are my favorite. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Like when someone's picking on someone and they mm. just get wrecked. That's, yeah. That's my favorite. Hood clips. Hood clips. Check you know out. where I like to get my clips like that? From the source, Reddit. Okay. I feel like anything that you see on any site like that, it's first there. Mm-hmm. Like if you really want to be on the cutting edge, and it's almost funny to see these things like ride like a wave, mm-hmm. where first you see it like on Reddit, and Imager is another one of these sites, which is like I-M-G-U-R, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. But you'll see something on there, and then two weeks it'll be on Facebook. And you can okay. be like, I saw that shit. <laughs> like so yeah, I would say not to, not to blow your mind with this great tip <laughs> to go on freaking Reddit, but Reddit's ugly. That's, that's yeah, I was gonna say like if it was, presented better right and like more organized i think it yeah i think it'd be a lot better isn't that ironic reddit craigslist uh, drudge report mm-hmm. there are certain sites that get millions and millions of hits because it's the content the content's just so good yeah that you get used to it you really really do it's mm-hmm. not that hard um but you know my real treat this week is i kind of mentioned it i went to a party and we watched game of thrones too oh wow okay so my real treat is that like Look, it's hard to get out, especially on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. That's a to me, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> I'm going to a party on Sunday yeah. night. I gotta get ready. I got the Sunday blues. <laughs> I'm depressed. You know, I'm trying to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a little poontang. <laughs> and so I'm not going out. And so that's when most of the best shows are on. Or maybe it's on like a Thursday night or a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. But my point is I, I can't recommend it enough. And look, I'm married, I have kids, like I don't if you're single, you probably watch TV shows like that all the time yeah. with your friends. So, But if you don't, I highly recommend next time there's a big season premiere or a season finale, have a party okay. and have your friends over. And then for like Game of Thrones, you could do like Game of Thrones themed hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> like, you know, take the black cock. Whoa. I don't know. Like, you know, like, Whoa. you know, like take the black is a, a saying yeah. from there. Uh, the White Warriors. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but you do hors d'oeuvres based on the show. I don't want to spoil anything here. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. And it was really fun watching the show with people I normally don't. And I tried so hard not to be that guy. Because <laughs> when I'm watching with my wife, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. I got the remote. I'll pause that shit and say, oh, honey, honey, honey. Because I read the books too. Yeah. So I'm always that guy to her. And I'll say, <laughs> fucking book was different. Or, you know, Psst. The book did it different. <laughs> and a couple of times, I really had to bite my tongue at the party <laughs> to not want to be like, excuse me. And I do this podcast with Dylan yeah. where we, all we do is talk about The Walking Dead. In fact, today, I helped him do a podcast for Game of Thrones. <laughs> and it felt great. Yeah. Talking about a TV show for an hour nonstop. Mm-hmm. 
what, that's a luxury. Oh yeah. I mean, when else in your life can you do that? It felt like a lot of fun. Um, and you can actually listen to that on, I think, uh, the watch and talk.com. I think is the name of that podcast. Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> sorry, Dylan. Uh, the watch and talk. You fire this guy's ass. Dylan. I, I'm sorry. Um, but it was fun. The moral of the story here, Eddie is watch these shows with your friends. Be that guy. Whoop it up. Be annoying. Who cares? Good time. Was there anyone who like hadn't watched Game of Thrones? No. I was like, what's going on? Everyone there is very serious. Okay. It was like, we're getting together to watch this show. And we brought our kids. And it was like, stay the fuck out of this room. <laughs> like, stay out. Yeah. And at one point, some kid came in crying. And the mom for that kid left. And no one paused it. <laughs> and I said, look... If I left and you guys kept watching this show, I would be livid. Yeah. So someone better hit pause <laughs> or someone's going to be mad. And, and sure enough, she came back and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So anyways, do that. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to say, too, is also on our Reddit, um, there's a lot of people talk about their own real treats. Okay. And, yeah, there was a good real treat from some guy in there named One-Legged Rooster. And his real treat was Narcos was coming back this weekend. Oh, yeah. So not to be like TV central here, but yeah, it's a fun show. So if anyone else wants to leave real treats, um, during the real treat section, I'll, I'll read some of the fun ones and give you a shout out. Yes. If that means anything to you. And that's it. That's it, Eddie. Okay. So what else? Um, I'm going to plug the store, store.saveforthe.show.com if you want to get a shirt or a hat or something like that. And, and that's it. Cool. So we've got uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss, who does a little sifstery for us each week, where he takes an old story and pairs it with a song. This one is from episode 211, and he titled it Female Boss. And the song is Big Big Boss by Nicholas Falcon. Okay? All right. So that's it. All right. Otherwise, this has been episode 257 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Besides the person who happens to be in charge, maybe you got lucky, maybe you worked real hard. But yeah, I, and I'm tired too because I went to the city, and I felt like such an asshole. I did. I had one of my like. This isn't real. This is like a, a sitcom mm. moments. I was giving a meeting to somebody and I turned the corner and I saw her and I'd never met her in real life. And I said, hi, good to meet you. Mm. And then she reached out and pointed in the direction of some people and said, hey, I want you to meet my boss. And from where I was standing, all I could see was an older white man. Okay. And, you know, I work in advertising and, you know, I'm sorry that I thought the old white man <laughs> you pointed out was your boss. Like, that's just sadly is the case yeah. in most of these places. So I turned the corner and she said, I'd like you to meet my boss. And I reached my hand out to him and she was pointing to the woman behind him. <laughs> and the woman kind of gave me a look like, look at this glass ceiling <laughs> motherfucker who turned the corner and thought, of course, the man's the boss. Yeah. But I just kind of I, I just quickly broke eye contact with him. And just was like, oh, nice to meet you. Hi. And I, and I kind of made a bigger like, oh, nice yeah. to meet you to kind of say. Get me a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ugh. Who'd you sleep with to get this job, honey? No. And I felt like such a jackass. But it was one of those things where I didn't want to bring attention to it. Yeah. And say like, oh, well, uh, I turned the corner and. Uh. But she gave me a look like, I know what you did. Yeah. But in my eyes, I'm saying, no, 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 no. I didn't. So did that set the tone for the rest of the meeting? Yeah, it just was. It just didn't go right. Yeah, the the chemistry wasn't there, and I quickly got out of there. Plus, when I give these meetings, people in my industry are awful. Like, unless you bring something to the meeting, food wise, <laughs> yeah. nobody comes to the meeting. No, like you have to bribe them to come to the meeting. So if it's before lunch, you need to bring donuts <laughs> or muffins yeah. or cookies. And then if you call a meeting at noon and don't have pizza there. You're an idiot. Yeah. If you bring like like some peanuts that you get on a plane, that's mm -hmm. not going to cut it. It has to be a substantial right. amount of food. And these meetings I go to, I'm kind of kissing their ass a little bit too. Mm -hmm. So if you work in an office and you've ever had like a vendor come in for like a vendor lunch, I mean, what I'm doing is a, I hope is a little more sophisticated than that, <laughs> but it's the same thing. I'm tickling their balls <laughs> and I bring them food in order for them to work with me. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, if you don't bring cookies mm -hmm. or any after four, you got to bring beer. <laughs> and so I ordered food 
and it didn't come. <laughs> so not only did I call the boss the man, yes. but these people were there looking for their brownie or bran muffin or Danish. <laughs> None of it came. All they had was goofy me talking about shit. So did you get like a refund from this food place? No, it came the last five minutes of the meeting. <laughs> so I, that was it. The meeting was over. It just sat there. And you know what food's like in an office. Yeah. I mean, the people could smell it. Mm-hmm. The second that meeting got over, people like walked by nonchalantly like, oh, I didn't know there was a meeting in here with, oh, look at all this extra food. Yeah. I better grab one of these. Yeah. If it's like a cubicle farm, they look like meerkats just sticking their head out of the ground. Like, Seriously. Someone say free food? What? Seriously. And it was a Monday where I kind of feel like some people go to work on Monday and they say to themselves, man, I'm eating so good today. Mm-hmm. I just had this terrible weekend where I drank <laughs> and I ate Monday. I'm good. But then other people are like. Fuck it. It's Monday. I hate Monday. <laughs> I'm having a donut right now. Yeah. I like those people. I'm one of those people. It came at the end, and then I just heard it, got out of there, and went to my next <laughs> meeting like a weirdo, like a loser. And just maybe that doesn't make you smart. You're the big, big boss. Tell me what to do And I gladly do my job But I don't like your attitude I don't like your attitude Now tell me Who do you think you are Besides a person Who happens to be in charge Maybe you work real hard And just maybe that doesn't make you smart Just because I depend on this job for my pay Doesn't mean I will ever let you talk to me that way Oh, tell me who do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? Hey, this is Mikey from the Bronx, all right? And I'm calling in to tell you about a real treat. You know, a real fucking treat. Arby's mozzarella sticks. You ever had though? You got a fucking Arby's up there in uh, this fucking uh, Sacramento. You go through the drive-thru, you get mozzarella sticks. The large, the five. Don't be a fucking pussy. You get the, the five-piece and the mozzarella sauce. I'm not on. It's so fucking good. People don't like Arby's. I like Arby's. I like it so much. I stayed with a girl I didn't even like that much because her fucking pussy looked like one of their sandwiches, you know what I mean? <laughs> pussy, get wet, pussy, fucking stay wet. Get Arby's mozzarella sticks, real treat.